Hello, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts today, Wyatt, and I'm joined by Ryan. One month. Yes, one month oh, away. Wow, As yes. of us recording this right now, we are one month right. away. So when you're hearing this, even less than a month. Less than a month. Also joined by Bill. Hi, everybody. One and- month. <laughs> <laughs> and TJ. Big, big news. The biggest news that has ever happened. We'll talk about it. In the history of Invincible, since like season one of Invincible was announced. We got big things. We got we're gonna talk about it. Big big things. things. I love how uh, in our uh, discussion thread for this um, uh, podcast, we we were like, yeah, yeah, we could do a short episode, guys. I think this is a pretty big episode. I think we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of cool stuff to show. Um, But you you know you'll see more uh, more as we go. This is true. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter slash X, I guess, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we have theinvinciblepodcast.com. Um, and we're also on TikTok, where we've been posting lots of fun videos. Um, TJ has spent the whole summer for 13 different weeks uh, yeah. sharing some of his artwork in a little hashtag Invincible Fan Art Friday and uh, shared a bunch of awesome commissions that he's gotten throughout the years. So go check those out, as well as lots of little clips from uh, the episodes. Uh, FYI, we are going to talk spoilers. So if you found our podcast after watching just the show, um, we are going to definitely spoil things from the comic as we talk. Um, So please be aware of that. Go read the comic and then come back and listen. Uh, And then I think we're going to jump right in with some emails. Ryan, do you want to start with your email? Sure do. Here we go. We got one from Scotty. Scotty writes to us a little bit about our last episode where we talked all about our final predictions uh, going into season two before we, you know, got any more footage. Uh, And Scotty says, hey, Invincible Podcast crew. I just wanted to say I loved your predictions for Invincible Season 2, and I have to say I agree with a lot of them. At first, I thought Mark meeting Omni-Man on Thraxa and Angstrom sending Invincible through the multiverse would be a season would be season three material since both events happen in the third ultimate collection of Invincible. However, when I want to say TJ or Ryan mentioned that the whole Reaniman Battle Beast introduction happened in their entirety in the first season, whereas those were more drawn out through the first three ultimate collections. Heck, the whole part about Rick being turned into a reanimant doesn't happen until the fourth Ultimate Collection. So given that, I do see that some of the events named um, happening in Season 2, like the beginnings of Omni-Man's Redemption arc and Angstrom ordeal with Invincible in the multiverse. Um, Scotty then goes on to talk a lot about um, uh, the Energon universe and Transformers and the rights to Transformers, whether or not Optimus could show up uh, in, uh, in you know, one of the alternate uh, dimensions through Angstrom Levy and some cool stuff about Void Rivals and Scorponok and everything. Really cool stuff. Um, I'm definitely forwarding it to you guys. So thanks, Scotty. Really appreciate the email. Ryan. Thanks, Scotty. We are coming up. On season two of Invincible, mm-hmm. it's been years, and season two was all about the main villain. You gotta get with the Levy. Levy, it's shoot, Levy. You know 
Are you still saying it's lovey? Did he say lovey? <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, guys. I actually was like thinking about it on my drive uh, home from work today. And I, it is and time I, to and evolve. I, and I did it in my head because, you know, like, you know, we've been doing this a while. You kind of podcast in your head a little bit to kind of like get the feel for what you're going to say and things you want to talk about. And I caught myself today saying Levy and I was really proud of myself. And I'm like, hey, I'm finally <laughs> I finally got it. Couldn't sustain it. I was Man. just thinking about how we've not actually heard footage from the show of them saying Levy, and it would be the funniest thing for Kirkman to troll specifically you three <laughs> yeah. if on the show they actually said Levy instead like, no. of Levy. And then we look like idiots for mispronouncing it. If if and when I'm predicting that we're gonna get some some people that worked on the show on season two on the podcast. I'm going to start every conversation with how much of a fight did you put up to get it pronounced as Levy? Yeah. Or it's all, it all depends on whether you read it first or if they talked to Robert Kirkman first or like how it was introduced mm -hmm. to them or if they knew somebody yeah. that had the last name Levy, like True. I guess Robert Kirkman did. So True. Yeah. he did. He told us on the podcast that it was, yeah. One of his old like a teachers, teacher like yeah. a gym yeah. teacher or something like that. I don't know. Some, some kind Chemistry, of teacher. Science so, yeah. teacher? Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, you have an email as well, don't you? I do. And you forwarded it to me, but you didn't forward who it's from. Oh. So okay. I have it and I can start reading it. That is a But I do want to make sure I do credit. <laughs> right. I, have it. I have it right here. It's from Kenny. Kuning. From Kenny. Yep. From Kenny. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so he sent us an email and said, I don't use Twitter or X, and it's been in the back of my mind to somehow present what I think Kirkman was talking about regarding the part of season two that had to be done completely differently but had the same effect. I finally found your email. I think I definitely know what that part will be. So this is in reference to oh, a quote that Kirkman skip gave. Skip ahead a couple about, of seconds or a minute or so. Yeah, if it, you don't want to know, I think he's spot on, though. Yeah, we Ryan and I have looked at this email and feel pretty confident that he's probably right about this. And it, as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, my gosh, think, how did we not think of this? I think in like, previous uh, episodes, we talked about it being the fight with Angstrom and going through the different dimensions and everything yeah. like that. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. that must be the cool thing that your theory was that it could be Transformers, that it could be Peter Cullen doing like yeah. Optimus as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so and I thought it was going to be on... something like a conversation or something very subtle and not a big deal yeah so he continues on and says in the comics marks visit a comic book author and he asks how he constantly pumps out comics month after month the comic book author makes a meta joke where he explains that he reuses panels the effect is a page that is mostly reused panels of the comic author's face with only the panel having the dialogue uh this meta joke is used by fans to show how the comic is quite funny and also has subtext that is making a commentary on superhero comics. It is definitely a fan favorite part of the comic. You can't animate this because it's a meta joke about comics. The way the show could do it is Mark visits someone who makes an animated version of Seance Dog, and he could explain that they reuse animation frames. Possibly the conversation could take place while they're walking. While the conversation is taking place, there could be a repeated the background, background animation. <laughs> and repeated background animation frames happening over and over again. This would be the same meta joke, essentially, but regarding animation. I think Kirkman was talking about this. While I was listening to the Season 2 Predictions podcast, I was kind of driven crazy that no one thought of this. <laughs> I'm sure more people have brought this up. However, just in case no one did, I wanted to reach out and say what I thought. I absolutely loved your podcast. Love your podcast. It, I've been a longtime fan of Invincible. I did read some of the comic well before the show came out. 
After season one, though, I finished the whole thing. Awesome. And since finishing it, it has become my favorite comic of all time. I am glad to have found a podcast specifically for people like me who can't get enough of the comic. Can't wait for season two. And I really can't wait for season three, as I think that will include the Invincible War and specifically the Conquest fight, which I think is the point of demarcation where the comic goes from great to legendary. Very well said. Such a great and I, I agree with everything written, here, especially <laughs> wow. the part that I can't believe we didn't think of that right? or think of that as an idea. But yeah, that seems like a very likely thing in the context of how Kirkman was talking about it being a, a thing that fans reference. And it's a fan favorite scene that couldn't be done in animation the same way. It definitely checks out. And I yeah. wouldn't, I'm not going to be surprised if that is. It has to the, be. It has the to be. only thing that makes that stick is the fact that he said it can't be done in animation, meaning that it's something that worked yeah. in the comic, but not. Right. But also it could he could have also been referencing the multiverse well, stuff yeah. like we were talking about. And I'm about. sure they're gonna be doing yeah. multiple things throughout the, the, the season. But that would be but man, fucking that legendary. That would, would be, be great. So funny. Like even knowing that that might be what they do, I still can't wait. That's that's like so yeah, so good. Oh I hope if it's they one do of the that, most... that in the studio there is like lookalikes to like Simon Rassiopa and a few of the other like people yeah. that work on the oh, show. Man. Like they drew themselves into it. That Corey Walker and yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you for the emails again. We have a few more emails coming up a little bit later. Mm -hmm. uh, but moving on to a few other things. Uh, our last episode, TJ had a great idea since football season was starting up that we were all going to draft the ultimate invincible team. So we all took turns it was a snake giraffe according to bill where we did a snake giraffe and we all picked different <laughs> characters to make the strongest team in invincible and then ryan put up the poll and the poll results are in and i'm not gonna say overwhelmingly it's pretty overwhelming <laughs> if you ask me 66.7 percent went to wyatt's yeah. team the flying graysons yeah. uh, and why wyatt had the uh he had a lot of strength on his team, but he also had the brains. Had and the I brain. really think that that's what kind of swayed the votes was mm -hmm. he had uh, like a perfect mixture of both. Just having Robot and Dinosaurus on a single team right there. I mean, yeah. that's... And I had, I had Adam Eve and, you know, we just got the Adam Eve special. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that Adam Eve is is a powerful character. Yeah. So what were what? Because I remember I was in I was in so, second place. I don't know. For a I don't, little I, while I, there. I need an explanation here because 14.8 and 18.5 isn't a big gap. And uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> this is very close. Every, I have to say everybody that's probably loves an one vote story. difference between yeah. your guys's. That, yeah, it's very, very close. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but that was fun. Thank you to everybody who came and voted in the poll and watched that episode. But still, um, check out the episode to, to you know, if you yeah. don't know what we're talking about and want to hear uh, the actual teams and how ridiculous Bill's team is and how it came so close to mine. And you can still cast your vote in the comments of that video and let us know what you think. <laughs> I really don't think change. it was that ridiculous. There were there were some <laughs> ridiculous. There were, yeah. there were like maybe two ridiculous Wasn't characters. his first round pick? Enemy's dad? Yeah, with Mr. Wilkins. <laughs> yes. However, yeah. and then I think who else did you have? You had you had somebody else that was like Let's a just little bit of a 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 joke bit of a little bit of a full joke list just for the just for the bit? And it wasn't. Yeah. We don't think. Yeah. 
It wasn't. So go watch the episode and decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned already, uh, Fan Art Friday has been happening. TJ's been posting all of his commissions on, or a bunch of his commissions on our TikTok, so go check those out. And then before we get into the topic and all the news, Ryan also has something to unbox for us. That's right. So this arrived yesterday. Um, I got the new uh, figure for, for the Invincible... Um, action figure collection from diamond select toys and i was like okay it's here the day before we record i gotta open it up on this on the uh, video it's gonna be real quick i just like am blown away by the size of this thing so check this out this is the normal box for one of these figures mm -hmm. right here is monster girls box so like yeah it's just significantly larger yeah, trying to find a way which it's also pricier, right? Isn't it? I yes. want to say it's like 40 it's instead like, of 25. Yes. Yes. Um, Which is two for the price of one, really. Yeah. Amanda on one side, Monster Girl on the other. Um, which I guess Monster Girl has the side where it would be a color like that. So the seventh nice. figure in the set. And I've got a uh, robot here to compare it to size-wise because the monster girl actual monster form of her figure looks huge remember when we unboxed um and i think it was invincible and omni-man and omni-man had like like half to him he had like yeah. a lot of weight yeah he was mm -hmm. he was jacked yeah yeah this looks way bigger yeah what kind which of is cool it's it's with, it's neat that they're committing to like an oversized figure. Cause I think in a lot of like figure lines like that, they like scale things down to make it match the other ones and don't really, you know, make a, you know, more pricey figure just cause they think it's not going to sell as well. So, mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. So we got Amanda who is more of just an accessory for monster girl very few points of articulation on this one this is meant to just be she's still a good size though oh no yeah. just being again like yeah, even with uh um uh like shrinking ray like everybody is scaled appropriately which is really cool mm -hmm. so, yeah. like, for example standing next to each other very cool mm -hmm. and taking monster girl out now oh my god this is ridiculous That's yeah. awesome. That is so sick. It's a large monster. Yeah. Like, look at her next oh, to robot. Geez. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. For audio listeners, yeah. Monster Girl is at least, like, the shoulders are above robot's head if they're standing yeah. side yeah. by side. Very cool. Yeah, it feels That's great. Awesome. It looks great. The The smirk on the face is awesome, too. Um, and there are... Two more heads, kind of a serious face, an angry face with teeth showing. Oh, cool. And then multiple hands Scary as well. Scary face. Very cool. Yep. Oh, cool. I like it. I like Very the... Cool. Uh, oh, the man, Grimacing I love watch. that face. Yeah. yeah. The fists and everything like that. Yeah. This looks great. It's incredibly heavy. This is oh, cool. I love that. That's awesome. I can't wait to put it up cool. with all the other ones and just see the scale of them all now. Uh, so, mm -hmm. guys... That kind of leads us into one of our first talking points of news items. Because I, normally, when talking about the action figures, we got to ask, okay, who's next? Who's next? Who do we want to see? And who is next? 
And I've been saying it since the beginning. Since the beginning. <laughs> that he would be a figure eventually, TJ? Duh. No, I'm not saying I called it. I'm just saying we needed it, and it's been too long. And shame on us. Shame on us for not making this the main topic of this episode, because this is the biggest thing that's happened since Invincible. It came out yesterday. The, the news of this came out yesterday as I was working on the doc, and TJ, I put it as item number one. Under Hell news, yeah, you okay? did. I as knew that we be. needed to talk. I mean, maybe I did that just because I knew Ryan was going to do the unboxing. It would be a good transition, but also because <laughs> it's very important. To you specifically, but all of us also. To, to that, all of yes, us. The next, all of us. the next two figures have been revealed as Rexplode and a Mauler. Yes. Which you can buy two of to have Maulers, of just like you can with the duplicate figures, which really smart on, you know, Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker for making these duplicate characters that you can make <laughs> one action figure of, and then we will all buy multiples of. Now that's, yeah, the, now, that's the thing, though. We need some good accessories on the Maulers to really differentiate yeah. between the two, whether one's more beat up or one's got it. I mean, in the comics, one has an earring, like something yeah. to differentiate the two to make it clear that you've got these two different versions, which would be cool. Don't they have a and nose it, ring, too? Isn't there one with a nose ring, like a, like a bull nose ring? I think at one point. Yeah, I think you're right sound... at one point. That does sound right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But, but yeah, Rexplode. the, the Rexplode, uh, the accessories look awesome. He they comes look with so like, cool. It looks like the translucent, like glowing arms. Glowing that look arms. Like they go all the way up. Like so you can't see it in the picture that they I'll have posted. the picture posted um, on the video yeah. version yeah, of but, this. Yeah, but you can't see it in the picture that they posted. But I'm hoping that you get like additional boomsticks that you can put in his hands um are, are mm. they are are there boomsticks already in his hands it looks like there might be boomsticks in his glowing hands there are yeah that would make sense oh, yeah yeah perfect no they so, are yeah i love his hands that's so cool and i also love that you uh get his head is um his alternate head is him with his mask off mm-hmm. so good with like his bun up yep oh my gosh Love this. Yeah. Fucking love it. Super cool. So also, glad they got they got him in, especially after Monster Go. It's like, all right, now we need to yeah, like dude. it's so clear. Yeah. And uh obviously love the Mauler too. Um you got it's like duplicate. You gotta you gotta get at least two of them. Yeah. Um and yeah. I'm hoping that the Mauler is as big as Monster Girl. Maybe a little bit smaller. A little bit smaller, I think. It should yeah. be a little bit smaller. He looks like he's a bigger character. Yeah. Like, and and definitely in the pictures, he looks bigger than Rexplode, which yeah. you assume that'll be a good oh, scale. Yeah. Um, so if they ended the series there, I'd be like, okay, that's I'm good. They hit it. They needed Rexplode. Yeah. They hit it. They got him. They, they did. They, they did the job. If they could squeak out two more. Titan and Battle Beast. Battle Beast I is a want- monster. I would want Battle Beast and Cecil. Oh, Cecil's a pretty. Good I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. I know want Cecil's Cecil. kind of a boring. He's just in a suit, but he's just I mean, cool. I give him an accessory Debbie's with the great tie too. that's like torn off from when he did the portal thing. Like, we need a civilian pack. We need like a Debbie Williams. Debbie, yeah, Debbie Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Steve. Why Steve. not? Steve. Why not Tether Tyrant? Why not some B heroes? Or do you think that would be like further down? Yeah, I think there's two. like series two or series three. I think yeah. they need him. I think they need more screen time. I would yeah. accept. I would accept a machine head action figure. Dude, that, I That'd was thinking cool. that too. Season Don't two. Don't to me, Bill. I know, Wyatt. I know. <laughs> season two is coming out. Yeah, so they're gonna start. Uh, and there's there's gonna be new characters. So first of all, Angstrom Levy. 
Angstrom's got to be super. Second. Second. Yeah. Second. Bulletproof? Yep. Shape Depending it? on how big he is in the show, I would say for sure, like, Bulletproof, I could see. But if he ends up just having, like, a really small part in this season and they just wanted to get him in there, yeah, yeah. maybe not. But, yeah, I could see that. Um, the the astronaut guy with the second yep. on his face, yep. Russ Livingston. Yeah. Russ Livingston. Yeah, Russ totally. Livingston. Yes. I mean, yeah. Doc Seismic, but then I'm gonna want some magmanites to put behind him and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think of villains and things in the even with Livingston. Season. I would want like little sequids. We have sequids. Sequids. Yeah, they came yeah. with some of the Alan robot or Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, very cool. Looking forward to more. Uh, I'm excited so that like slated for spring of next year, I believe. I oh, mean, nice. winter is like around the corner. Uh, I, I, what Mauler and, um, Mahler and Rex. robot. Yeah. Or I'm just excited line. that we're seeing the line continue and like keep getting new ones because I feel like we all remember the era of like the invincible figure and the Adamie figure. And then it was like nothing. Yeah. And you got the impression that it was like, well, this is probably not super profitable. Maybe they're not going to, you know, do more merch like this. So to see that we're getting Monster Girl and a Mauler and Rexplode, like it's it's awesome that we're continuing to get more and more. And it's Hopefully great that it it's been growing. timing out so that like, hey, you just got this new one. Well, this one's next. We've never, yeah. I mm-hmm. think just as long as they've been announced, there's always been that's the next one, one that one I don't have yet. Yeah. yeah, that's the next one I don't mm-hmm. have yet. And they keep doing that. And that's. That's great, man. Like, so if yeah, if the next uh, if Rex and Mueller don't come out till um, uh, winter or I'm sorry, spring, then by the time those are in our hands, I'm sure they'll have the next one. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to more news. There's been lots of interviews, mm-hmm. podcast clips, little articles here and there where Kirkman has been out promoting the show since obviously the actors still can't promote the show. Very exciting, I guess, kind of tangentially related to this, but the writer's strike has now ended, which yeah. is super great. That was something yeah. that was definitely weighing on our minds about like, what if they need to get started on seasons four or if they're getting greenlit for things. So it's awesome. The writer's strike is done. Hopefully the actor strike will come to an end soon as well. Mm-hmm. But Kirkman's been out promoting the show, doing some interviews. Uh, Entertainment Weekly posted an interview with him a while back. Uh, mostly a lot of the tidbits that we've heard from like San Diego Comic-Con, but I pulled out one quote where he did say, Uh, One of the cool things about Invincible is that it is the same kind of all-encompassing superhero universe that you'd see with DC or the MCU, but it all happens in one story, Kirkman says. So there are things that are going to be happening at the bottom of the ocean. There are things that are going to be happening on the moon and in deep space, but it all involves Invincible and it fits into one story. Pulled that one out because we have debated before. Are they skipping the Atlantis story where Mark goes and gets almost married or married? Does he fully get married to the fish lady? And judging by this and a few other things we'll talk about later, it's yeah, he doesn't he doesn't seal the deal. It's a good way to put it. Uh, Judging by this and a few other things we're seeing later on, uh, it seems like that's definitely that's definitely happening. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And then also Polygon posted an interview few more tidbits kirkman did mention that there's going to be less uh cg shots in seasons two and three Mm -hmm. and that that was a creative decision because they did notice that some of the shots kind of did stand out in season one 
Um, even though he did say that, like, there's a lot of CG shots that looked great in season one and that, you know, it was good use of it, but there is going to be a little less of that in seasons two and three, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And then he, they asked him as well about how, what his like overall plan is for the series since Invincible is such a long running book and there's, it's such a big story. And he said, I'm trying not to pin it down to a number because it is somewhat of a moving target. I think the seven to eight season range seems like it would be enough, but there could be some things we move through a little faster. Some things we expand. If we're fortunate enough to go for a good long time, I think that would be enough to cover the entire comic. And there are some things along the way that didn't get into the comic that I'd like to do. I think it'd be cool to have some episodes here and there that are completely original. So that's the plan moving forward. Which is cool to see that there is a number range of mm-hmm. kind of and they're, how far they're thinking about exactly going. they're thinking it out like they know where yeah. this fits and i like that that number doesn't make me feel like like i'm sure there's some fandoms out there or some things where you know it's adaptations where they would say something like that and it'd be like oh god that's not enough it's like you hear about oh the runtime of this movie is only an hour long it's like oh god yeah like <clears throat> seven to eight seasons yeah Definitely. For, definitely for an eight like, for an i'd be wait, more wait, nervous for if an, they said oh it's me you know, we can easily go 15 20 seasons i'd be like oh god for an animated show with this type of casting right seven seasons is unheard of it's i like i remember when we were talking about it and making predictions on how long it would be and we were all like we'd be fucking ecstatic at five seasons yeah like that's that that'd be that's like best case scenario yeah if they were to go beyond five seasons that's insane yeah yeah and i know part of that too i think was when we were originally speculating before season one had come out most of our predictions were like oh the fight with nolan's episode two or it's halfway through season one at the most like we were imagining probably a faster pace maybe in some ways of getting through things and so that i think made maybe five seasons seem a little bit more but again it's so like they're things from later on get moved up and moved around that I I was excited to buy the seven to eight season range Mm -hmm. for the reason that it does feel like enough to tell everything that we want that they, that is the whole story. Mm -hmm. And it's also not a number that is like, well, there's no way Amazon's going to stick with you for this many years of the show. Right? Like it, it feels like it's in that sweet spot of like, I hope that, the show continues to do well and Amazon continues to have faith in it that we get all the way to season eight and get to end. It the was, show. it was a very confident answer from Kirkman without being like, um, uh, overzealous. Like it, it, it seems right. Like if he, if, if he never thought about it, he'd be like, yeah, I don't know, maybe like 12 seasons, you know what I mean? Like, ha ha ha. But like the fact that he's like seven or eight, it just feels like truncated, yeah. like really good. I mean, the other thing to, Go ahead, Bill. No, no, that was it. I was say, the other thing to think about, and I'm going to mention this in a minute uh, with our next article here, um, is that they have been working on seasons two and three at the same time. Simultaneously. Yep. Yeah. Season two is done, guys. I'm sure they're still doing a lot of work just on season three, but they're thinking think about post. four. I'm sure yeah. they're in early stages of four, if not, you know, moving the, you know, getting the wheels moving on four. Yeah. If they go eight seasons, which it could be seven, four is the halfway point. Like the fact that yeah. like they're halfway, if it's eight, like or beginning mm-hmm. thinking about the halfway point. You know, again, that's yeah. a, that's assuming a lot. We don't know, but I mean, yeah, that's that's totally doable. Like that's crazy to think about. 
Um, they could also they could also do something nuts where like they do seven seasons and then like the last like you know however movie. six issues is yeah it's just a movie like a full length. Yeah. You're right. Like you know Amazon Prime. End Origin. of all things is a movie. Yeah, I th- I'm trying to just brace myself for the worst case scenario as as a fan of The Expanse, who is also an Amazon show yeah. that got not canceled, but they ended at a point that was a natural stopping point. But there's more story like I know that's a possibility. Yeah. So I'm just like every time I see that the show is doing well or that it's getting publicity or even that like they're making more action figures. That's a sign to me that like clearly there's interest in the show and it seems to be doing well yeah. that hopefully that's a good sign that, that Amazon wants to stick with it and keeps funding it. Yeah. Once we see like season three, I think we'll all feel a little bit more confident with knowing how much and, and, and how the reception of something like for. season three goes. Forward. Exactly. Because I mean, we like, still haven't seen season two. Yeah. Season yeah. one season is out and we're like, Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Let's, Oh yeah. yeah. If if season two is like exponentially more popular than season one, I'll feel really, really, really fucking good about it. But yeah. I really, I'm think, still like, I really think that as well as season one did. Wow, like we got to experience it as it was coming out each episode, each week, and seeing that interaction. But then, how many people have found have found Invincible since in the past two years and found that yeah. show long after the season finale? premiered on on prime how many people discovered the show after that you know what i mean like i think yeah. i think season two is going to be huge i think it's going to be a really really big deal yeah um so i touched on it a little bit but there was also two articles um worth bringing up over um well i guess i could say exclusive to skybound insiders so if you're a skybound insider you get access to a bunch of um uh, exclusive articles and everything Two of them. One was a uh, interview with Marge Dean, and another one was an interview with Corey Walker. Um, Marge Dean said uh, she talked a bit about how they're going all in on two D animation this time, like why it was saying yep. Robert Kirkman talked about. Um, she made it sound like it's like Kirkman almost the majority. Like, like it is, yeah, like ninety nine percent of like, it. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yes, they're going to still use CG where it makes sense and everything, but they it sounds like they're really committing to 2d animation this time. She said that uh, she talked to a friend that was working on another hour long animated show. And she mentioned this uh, during a San Diego comic-con too, but we couldn't remember the exact numbers. And that show has 200 unique assets that -hmm. make up the show. And she went back and Mm -hmm. counted for season two and their episodes have 400 unique assets. So they have double the number of assets, like hand-drawn every unique thing um wild yeah. that they're like they're doubling down on this um literally yeah um she also mentioned that and i was saying this before <clears throat> there are now three studios working on the show uh for season one there is one maven uh, maven is still working on uh on on the show but there are two other studios that were brought in um like one doing some i think she said one was I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure one was working on season two. One was doing some small stuff and the other one was doing season three or I could I think, I think they just said, she Maybe, just said we're working with three studios because, yeah. because we're doing two that's what seasons two and three yeah. together. Yeah. Yes. So they're like, it's crazy to think that while they've been making season two, like they've also been making season three. We knew they recorded voice lines for both uh, seasons back at the back. same time. Like this is, yeah. So 
Uh, and then a little bit from Corey Walker talking a little bit about um, his uh, theory behind design and designing costumes and uh, his inspiration uh, coming from things like Batman the Animated Series. Uh, he also mentioned that he's currently working on those awesome six by nine paperback covers that have all all new uh, artwork uh, characters artwork for uh, uh, for Invincible. And then then he said, then they're wrapping up Science Dog so they can release Volume Two. So there we go. Mm, very cool. That was pretty cool mm-hmm. to see. Um, so we'll be getting more Science Dog soon. Uh, probably the conclusion to that arc, that story. Uh, so we can get a, a second book. That's cool. cool. Yep. I hope we get a, I hope we get like a seance dog variant cover or something mm. like that just for fun. Yes. That would be neat. That'd Angstrom be cool. Levy brings like science dog into <laughs> yeah. the, the animated series. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was also a Paley Fest. They had a fall TV preview where uh, Dan Casey from Nerdist um, did an interview with Robert Kirkman. It was like 40 minutes long. It was very much like a podcast. I was listening to it on the way to work Um, and it was great. There wasn't a ton of new information, um, but it was very much like setting the tone and the vibe for, for where they're at going into season two. So it's definitely worth listening to. You can find the link on our uh, Twitter account or X account. I listened to it uh, again to to, listen to that. today and took some uh, like interesting things of note as a um, as I was listening to it and I can just kind of like lightning rounds through some of these things but definitely check it out. Dan Casey did a great job. You could tell he's a fan and the way he was talking about things and he would drop like mm-hmm. names and uh, you know scenes and stuff like that like just in casual conversation about you know the things that they were you know talking about and he did a great job. Um, some of the things uh, that I found interesting when he was asking about how Invincible can stand out in a world that is kind of over, not overwhelmed, but like has a, a lot of superhero you know content. And, uh, and how does Invincible stand out in that kind of world? And Robert Kirkman talked a bit about how what made Invincible stand out and what it did as a comic book was how it uh, subverted modern comic book tropes. So w- as a comic, it would like riff on comic book things and everything like that and subvert it and go in one direction and everything. Whereas the show now has the opportunity to do that for comic book media in general and superhero media in general, whether it's movies, other TV shows, comic books, and just everything. And and, um, that also came up when they were talking about um, how, uh, how to raise the stakes for the season and how do you like one up it. And, um, he was talking about how this is a world now where people are more media savvy. They do see trailers and they can pick it, pick out the entire movie. They say, okay, we saw that trailer. I know this is going to connect to this and this and this and this. And they're using that as an opportunity to do things differently. So they know what they're doing when they release trailers. They know what they're doing when they release screenshots or things. Um, and they, he said that, um, uh, uh, Amazon prime has actually allowed them to do some pretty cool, weird things. Um, and he said that there's something that they do in episode three, that's absolutely bonkers. So that's really interesting. Uh, they also Mm -hmm. joked a bit about, um, uh, you know, taking more chances like that and how every episode will have its own intro that can lead into the story in a slightly different way. Um, they're still going to have the after credits, uh, coda, um, they, they talked a bit about, uh, the, uh, Pentagon and parking in the rear and how there's actually a small joke 
regarding that in this season. And someday we may actually see the parking lot for the Pentagon. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember they joked a little bit about how like it's a Pentagon. There's no rear of a Pentagon. Yeah, so that's part of why it's, yeah, it's quite funny. Um, and, uh, the, he even said, uh, as far as Easter eggs goes, he did hint that, uh, the Canada shirt that little Mark is wearing, uh, in, uh, in, I believe it's episode one. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. He said that it is a, uh, uh, he's not going to reveal it. It is a inside joke between him and his, his kids, but that's yeah. what, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's, that was just like, honestly, like just going down my list, that was like half the stuff I even wrote down. Like it I, was a I great wanna say, I want to say it was that interview, but it, I might be misremembering and it might be another one. Cause there's a ton of them here, but I want to say on that one, that was one where he even joked that like, you know, people always say that, oh, it should be an animated series because, like, you don't have to worry about budget on an animated series. You can just do anything. Yeah, right. And it's like, that's not true, by the way. <laughs> you can't just do anything. Yes. So it's really hard. Think... It was like, oh, that was a funny moment because I remember saying stuff like yeah. that. Of like, oh, if it's animated, just draw yeah, whatever. Live action. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was this one, but in this one, he does talk a bit about pencil mileage and how, like, he would hear back from the studios that, yeah, yeah, your, your quiet scenes with people talking are really, really easy. Those are going really great. But your mm-hmm. action scenes are really hard. Like, <laughs> 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 but no, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's good stuff, but it was a great interview yeah. and, um, some really cool stuff came out of that. Yeah, definitely go check those out if you want the all the interviews we mentioned, if you want more context than we're bringing up and if you're just excited about season two. Uh, and then a few other things we got is some new looks at season two That's in right. the form of some images and some quick shots. So we it was very strange because it wasn't like a big thing that was announced, but on Amazon Prime on the Adam Eve episode, there's an extra that goes along with it that is a trailer for season two, which I originally had assumed would be the same trailer that we they showed did. at, at Comic Con. I- we kind of assumed it would be the same thing. And it's way shorter than that trailer and doesn't have the whole like new names like popping yeah, right. up with the teasing who's going to be there. But there's a handful of new shots that were yeah. not in the other trailer. So we get it's one shot of. Thing. Yeah, we get a, a couple of shots of Mark like in the water, which is clearly in Atlantis, which mm-hmm. makes sense with Kirkman's comment from he earlier. He has the, the breathing device on his face. Yeah, he's got the little breathing. It looks like he's fighting somebody. There's one scene where he's like above the water and there's a big yep. wave coming. Bill, um, are you watching it for the first scene... time now? <laughs> right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, give us your impressions. Bill, give us your live reactions. What, what, <laughs> what are you seeing? Magmites. Yes. Yeah. So- Doc yeah. Seismic. Yeah. The... The Guardians, Eve, right? yeah. Angstrom. Holy fuck, a wave. Yeah. Right? Every little scene <laughs> is new. There's nothing, there's nothing the same about it's it. It's funny that you said character names, but then you're like, holy fuck, a wave? <laughs> <laughs> but like, even right off in the beginning of it, there's a scene of him punching one of the Maulers. Um, yeah. You got Angstrom taking the helmet off. Uh, Mark yeah. with Debbie on the floor. Like, yeah, there's oh like my God. broken wine glasses on the yes. floor. There's a there's some definitely some shots in there that like that are, are very clear to the comic fans, yes. like what scenes are coming. Yes, which is cool. You could definitely pinpoint almost all of those scenes. Good stuff, though. Uh. And then even after that, IGN posted like an official first look, even though I guess your first look at Angstrom is in the, that <laughs> little trailer. But they posted first look images of angstrom which are just a couple of images one looks like pre 
accident origin and one is probably after so, so it was cool to see it was cool those seeing images the portals open up to these different mm-hmm. landscapes i like seeing that yeah. um bill is aghast what what is it all right all right and then the other one there's an explosion there's an explosion happening and yeah. there are skeletons and yes like people being vaporized yeah. and i'm assuming uh-huh. that's angstrom and like with all of the other angstroms yeah yeah I would There's also so a scene with all the original guardians standing around that was that. Yeah. I think that, that is enemy? after. No, I think that's after the Angstrom's facility blows up and they all show up to try and help. Oh, I it's think not the original guardians. Is... Sorry. It's the new guardians. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. immortal. And then it's like robot. robot and it's yes. Like the, yeah. The animation looks great in that <laughs> yeah. little trailer too. Like it looks that... That one shot of Mark better. underwater throwing the punch right? looks very yeah, detailed, dude, more so than you would expect for a shot like that from season one. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so the wow. second screenshot of Angstrom Levy um, was, got the name right, was him with a hood up, which is a cool, subtle way of yeah. like not fully revealing um, for mm-hmm. folks that might be seeing that on IGN or whatever. Um, yeah. But where is he? Dude, like, it's what was with the breathing? Tell. The breathing thing that he had I in mean, his nose. Is he, what was the, that about? is he at the place with the technicians? Like, is he at a, at, at, at a place where they rebuild him or where they help heal him? He remember, he leaves. He, yeah. he didn't yeah. meet the technicians right. until after right. his. But he does. No, no, wait. The finale. He knew that they existed. That's why he went there. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think mm. we've we've theorized about this a little bit, but I think that like not only before the transformation happens but i think after as well we're gonna stay with angstrom more and actually like follow some story from his perspective of like him healing himself him finding other people to like help him with his plan more so even than we did in the comic yeah i think that's important too because angstrom isn't necessarily a bad guy he just hates mark yeah and I think There's a couple villains that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's really not a bad guy. I mean, he did bad things, he but did. because he hated Mark. Mm-hmm. So I think that they can, if they spend more time with Angstrom, it's going to make people like not root for him, but kind of be a little divisive, divide, decide, divisive, divisive. Yeah. You got, you got there. You got decisive? there. No, it's divisive as in divided. Like, yeah. Oh, Angstrom. Like okay. some people say no. divisive. Well, that's just dumb. That's just that's just stupid. That's divisive. <laughs> I don't like it. It doesn't sound right. Maybe I'm gonna start to adopt divisive. <laughs> or just stop saying the word entirely. That's enough. Uh, let's go with that there. one. We did have a uh, <laughs> uh, a comment over on Twitter from Thomas that asked us, um, "What Amazon owned properties do you think?" Angstrom mm. could open up in portals and we could see crossover. I mean, the, the uh, obviously the obvious would be boys, boys right? The boys, the boys yeah. yeah. Especially but I mean, uh, give me give me Lord of the Rings. Give me Rings oh. of Power. Have him jump in and just land in like in Mordor, yeah. you know? With it you being animated in that animated style, uh, Vox Machina is a big oh, right. prime. That would be great. I can see that. Or, um, shit, what's it, Untangled? Or not Untangled. Um, undone? Rapunzel? Is undone is one. No, no, no. Undone. <laughs> the animated one. The cel shaded yeah, one where... Yeah. 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 Um, That'd be a weird one. 
And I mean, it's that very unlikely. Makes sense. That I, I love yeah. The Expanse, and Expanse is Amazon, but I don't know if the rights are still with Amazon. Or, uh, same but, with The yeah, Tick. I don't know if the rights are still with Amazon for The Tick, but there was a Tick Invincible crossover comic book. True. So that True. would be a fun homage to that. That could happen. Yeah. Um, and then beyond, beyond that, in terms of news, uh, we do have things that are upcoming where it's likely to possibly get some news. So Paley Fest, which was part of the Dan Casey interview thing, Paley Fest is a thing that's happening. I did look up Paley Fest because we were talking a little bit about like, what even is it? And it's a like nonprofit foundation that is meant to like store and catalog just media in cool. general. Like it's, yeah. it seems cool that, and they're doing a, like whole fall like tv preview thing so they are having a panel with kirkman and walker are both going to be there and it says a special screening as well there which you would have to assume would be the first episode maybe of it's season two be, yeah, i feel like it's episode one i mean that's a two special weeks screening before yeah come on yeah it's october 14th so it's it's right there that that episode's got to be done by which, then and yeah, yeah where then I think that's like 50 bucks for a ticket or something like that. So it's paid for, yeah. which is also interesting. It's a screening. Um, be aware then in two weeks, things might be out there because yep. the public will have seen some of it, or at least some of the public will have seen it. Yep. But that is the same. And then weekend. we also have, yeah, New York comic con coming up as well. And there are a couple of panels there. One is invincible and the walking dead celebrate 20 years. And then the other one is Invincible bringing Adam Eve to video games. So the Invincible Walking Dead celebrate 20 years. You got to assume we're getting a trailer, like the final full length, because the it's previous be the one is just trailer. a teaser. This right. Mm-hmm. The trailer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think so. For sure. And, and then other than the that, Adam Eve bringing Adam Eve to video games. I could see maybe we get a date finally, because I think at comic at San Diego, they said 2023. Right, oh, I think, I think they said, said 23. I think you're right. I want to say that when that trailer came out, it said 2023. I could be wrong, hmm. but I remember being like, "Oh my gosh, we're getting it this year." I'm assuming they'd give us at least that would be cool a, a, a couple months or so build up. But man, it would be really cool yeah. if they announced the date and it's and it's somewhere in the gap because yeah. we know yeah. there's going to be a gap for se- in season one. That would be great. having that in, in between would be cool. Um, that would be cool. And then, uh, yeah, sometime December, January, have the game come out in there. Uh, what else could they announce or um, maybe an update on any of the board games would be really cool. Maybe one yeah. of those is closer to coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Released on the Steam Network, it says 2023. Okay. Yeah. On on Steam. So Yeah. So I could see December. They could announce like a mid, mid yep. to late December. I am very, Perfect. very excited for that game and i think that would be such a fun game to to stream yeah you know i mean like it. making the decisions We're streaming and... everything invincible related. everything like what tj like i don't know there's uh, many things i could say right now TJ's not well, let's go to, um, next up is mortal kombat mortal kombat i knew i knew this yes but it so, could have been anything bill it could have been other things as well, but we'll get to those as well. Wyatt, have you had a chance um, to play any Mortal Kombat? I have played like three matches in the new Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. against my wife, Nicole, mm-hmm. and I lost probably three, two of them, I think. Oh. I think I won one of them. But So I'm not great at it for sure, yeah. and I'm still like getting used to the whole like cameo system of calling people in, 
the game looks great. It, it beautiful. feels like super fun to play. Like the whole combo system and everything feels very familiar to, to older Mortal Kombat games. So that's nothing super new. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm excited. I definitely want to play more of it to like get more of a feel for it before Omni-Man comes out. But since there's no date that's been announced yet, I haven't been as motivated yeah. to jump back into it. But still very excited. I mean, it, it was a lot of fun to play. And once Omni-Man is out, looking forward to possibly doing some streaming where we like hop on and we play do, a few matches we can do lobbies where everybody can sit and be in the lobby and watch the fighters currently and like rate them while they're fighting and everything like that there's, yeah. some, there's some fun stuff there mitch craston you could log in and fight tj in mortal Kombat. that's right it's gonna happen sworn enemies i have uh i don't i don't think tj you'd be very good at mortal Kombat games are you I've played a shitload of Mortal Kombat games, oh, okay. but I'm all right at fighting games. I'm really not like. I that just sweet. assume Mitch is good at everything that he does. Like every video game, he's just like yeah, I'm the best at it. I'm, so wait a minute, can we just go go back? Why, why do you think I would be bad at fighting games? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't. I just never. Have, what a like, shitty thing to say out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not. I've never played a Mortal Kombat game in my life, so I would probably be the worst. But you, pro you. Strike me as someone who ha doesn't play fighting games. TJ and I used to play fighting games a lot. We used to play oh, wow. a lot of tech. You guys used Kombat. to play like Mortal Kombat Armageddon or whatever yeah. one that you were like. Uh, that was incredible. And had, like, a Mortal Kombat Deception shit. was great. Mortal Kombat 10 was great. Uh, me and Ryan used to play the shit out of Tech and Tag. Great oh, yeah. game. Also, the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Soul Calibur. It's funny because I played I a lot of fighting that. games growing up, but I am terrible at them and I don't play them that often. I hate them. I usually so you're not wrong, so though. You're not wrong, but I'm still offended. <laughs> so because I this, is, this is our ver this is our version of that TikTok sound that you hear where people are like, oh, yeah, you seem like a sprinkles guy. And it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is TJ's version of that. Uh, I definitely, ever since Mortal Kombat kind of like rebooted in a way uh, with uh, Mortal Kombat 9, I have played all of them. I, I, you know, I get a kick out of the story. I, we, we like the movies and all that kind of stuff. It's just a fun, um, uh, you know, whatever property. But uh, I did finish the story mode for Mortal Kombat 1 and the, um, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. Invasions. I think it's called mode. Mm. Um, so they have the main story mode. Then they also have an invasions mode. I'm sorry if I get the name wrong. I think it's invasions, um, which it's kind of like uh, if you played Super Smash Brothers, another fighting game, Bill. Um, the, it has a somewhat campaign mode where you kind of go across different nodes and fight CPUs and matches that have different um, modifiers and stuff like that. And you go to different areas. Uh, I did finish that recently, too. So... Um, I've played a lot of it and uh, I am very excited for uh, I like I wanted to get to the point where I had finished Mortal Kombat and now I'm going to go back to replay Miles Morales and I'll be ready when uh, Omni-Man comes out. But we Mortal Kombat is it's it's very much if you've ever played a, played a Mortal Kombat game, it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is corny and oh, it's yeah. very much like the way they talk to each other is very like anime-ish type it's, it's you know, b-movie popcorn flick type yeah, stuff that's it. fine but yeah, the way they, but, yeah. but the thing is like if you know anything about mortal Kombat, the story is a lot of fun i mean how and they change up a lot of the story too because it's, it is kind of a reboot so it's like uh, for example um like players that you would think would be villains are 
are good. Uh, Baraka is is a good guy in, in MK1. I'm about 60% of the way through the story, so I don't. there's okay, a lot cool. that I don't know yet. I'm but really excited for you to get to the really end. It's really cool how they... I got to I, about the fifty percent mark. Was something really cool happened there? So, and then I like took a break from it. I got to get back into it, but I do want to finish it before Omni Man comes out. Um, but there, there are definitely moments uh, in the game that that are that are really cool, and it, it it surprises you if you do know Mortal Kombat. It takes certain things in another yeah. direction, which is a lot of fun. So, TJ, who's your main right it's now? Good. I if only play stories. So I'm just going for yeah. It has always been and will always be. Scared. Kung Lao. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I was worried you were going to say... Kung Lao? You yeah, always love Kung, Kung Lao. Lao. I've loved... I was, and Raiden. Raiden's like the... I was worried you were going to say Raiden. Raiden. Because but, he wasn't but always so my favorite. Cool. He's so good in this one. He's, he's so, so good, good in this. In this he really is. I don't have a main yet, obviously. I only played a few matches. But I'm, I very much like the... I, I'm forgetting his name. The blindfolded guy with the sword. Kenshi is so cool. He's awesome. And he is brutal. So if, you can, cool. if you can get his moves down, Kenshi is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. He was a lot of fun. He's the one that, like, if I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit time to getting good at this. Yeah. He's, I feel like, the one that I will end Melina up Melina is also really good in this one. I like Melina. Another, another like, of course character, but Scorpion is incredible in yeah, this he's game. Good. Yep. He's, a, he's really Liu cool Kang. to control. Liu Kang is great. Man, wait till you get to play as Liu Kang. He's crazy yeah we gotta have a night where you guys come over play some mortal Kombat, whether it's uh before um omni-man but definitely after omni-man comes out really looking forward to it uh we thought i mean there were previous reports uh whether or not this was official that uh i'm pretty sure it was official that omni-man would be coming out sometime in october uh however that means everybody assumed that there would be some sort of gameplay trailer or some release information around new york comic-con uh however ed boone on twitter did say there will be no Omni-Man gameplay trailer at New York Comic-Con. Some people think that it's a troll. Some people don't. I mean, take that for what it is. Set your expectations. It would make a lot of sense to have Omni-Man come out sometimes between the end of October and, you know, the beginning or mm -hmm. mid-October to mid-November. Like, that's the time to release he, them. He could have intentionally said that because maybe it's he's just going to release without any kind of footage it is possible it is also possible that people yeah. people are saying that he didn't use the hyphen so he was being a troll because of that but mm. yeah yeah ed boone come on the show come talk to us about it yeah <laughs> yeah come on the show <laughs> but yeah i think we'll definitely be we've talked a little bit about wanting to stream that as well once it's out and like you said doing a lobby where we can have people join us um, and then kind of keeping into the theme of video games, we talked a little bit about the Adam Eve PC game already. Not a ton of new news, but hopefully we get some news at New York Comic Con. And then we're going to transition into our next topic, which is the mobile game Guarding the Globe, because we've been playing it a bunch. And I think we have an email uh, to kick it off. And I believe, TJ, you are going to be reading this email, correct? I do. And it is from my arch nemesis. Mitch Crasson writes in and says, Hey team, been a bet. Hope all is well over there. Quick question on the mobile game. I can't really get... You know what? I'm fucking old and I need my glasses. So. <laughs> there you go. What a loser. <laughs> I what a loser. loser. Do you want me to make the, the font bigger? The only time that I don't wear my glasses <laughs> is during 
recording because of this and you can see the glare and it drives me nuts so i don't wear them during recording all right um quick question on the mobile game i can't really get a full feel of what the gameplay actually is so what console games would you guys that you guys have played would you say uh is the closest to i'm pre-registered for it to try it out when it comes but curious what you guys uh but we're curious about what we're about to get into. We're curious about what we are about to get into. Hyped for season two and having you guys back on doing episode reviews. I've been doing a full series reread for the first time the past two, the past week or two. Thanks, Ryan Otley, for the random buy two, get one free compendiums. Uh, have, a sp- have a spooky October, and we are one season closer to having dinosaurs on screens. <laughs> Who cares? Nay, right. Mitch. <laughs> that was a crazy deal, care. though. The getting the two, two compendiums, get one free, was awesome. So if anybody took advantage yeah. of that from Ryan Outley's yeah. store, that was great. Yeah. That uh, was easily of- the, the most like cost-effective way to get the entire like series of Invincible. Yeah. yeah. Like. Uh, in, in, in terms of his question so, of what console game is close, I would say none. It's, yeah, none. it's very much it's, a mobile game. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like... I think like if... any of those games like like Toon Crush or Toon Blast or Candy Crush where like you'll have levels where, where you'll have no problem with it. And then it will fucking put one in front of you where you have to just like you're stuck on it for days. How about so I think Tamagotchi on crack? I was going to say, I think the closest thing I could think of to like a console game or something like that would be something in the vein of like a Pokemon or something. It is collecting yeah. different things and leveling them up and using those things to then battle you have to, to keep gain going more, back like, to it to check on it and yeah well it's not i mean yeah there's the, those kind of elements but i guess 124,124 million gold there's a reason bill yeah i guess so there's a reason so i got the game running up on the uh on the screen here so if you're uh, uh audio listener check out the video uh, i'm gonna show you guys around the game a little bit here um first and foremost this is a very early version of the game this is not the complete version this is not uh this is not even the uh early beta version that is currently out in soft launch in new zealand australia and the philippines um this is kind of like the version that might even be the version that was playable at san diego comic-con so take what you see with a grain of salt this is just like a think of like an early demo they've made more tweaks to it since then um and the big question that everybody's wondering is worldwide release date there isn't one yet um they are hard at work on getting it fixed and you know in the propping working condition to get out there for everybody uh if you are checking out the subreddit there is a garden the globe subreddit you can check out their twitter to find the link to that and everything um it is like i said soft launch in uh in new zealand and uh australia and the philippines and they are updating that one and making sure that it is in its best shape before doing the worldwide release that's what they're waiting on they're not like holding it back intentionally they want to make sure that it is in its best shape possible before doing the full release um as far as like what you do with this game so mitch's question is like what is it and it is very much a like um the kind you're of building game a team. That, yeah, you're building your team, you're collecting heroes, you're leveling them up and you're sending them out on missions to gain resources to then level up your heroes some more and send them out on more missions and doing all those things. Um, to advance look, the story. Yes. So if you look on the main screen here, this is your main title screen. 
your heroes are constantly fighting just like in the background, kind of like a screensaver that will generate, you know, some of those resources that you can claim. Um, this is also the main page to do the story mission. So right now I have this like mission 16 right here that I can click on in battle and I can go ahead and choose my roster um, of who I want to go into that battle. I'm going to be fighting, you know, the four magma knights there. Um, and then that would move this storyline along. And every five or so chapters, there'll be a cutscene or, a, you know, some dialogue between characters and you're unlocking the different resources along the way. Um, so we'll take a, a pause here in just talking about the main campaign. A um, couple things. I dig the art. I love the character design. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, the campaign story is pretty fun so far. It is funny how they found a way to kind of work in the story about why there's a bunch of these clones showing up. And they took something as simple as in season one of the show, the Maulers use a lot of Bergamart patties in the cloning machine when he's cloning himself. Mm -hmm. And they find a way to work that into the story of this game and all yeah. these burger patties and these clones happening. And it's it's not what you think it is. And like stuff gets involved and like dealing with all that kind of stuff. And then the Flaxons keep showing up. So you have to keep fighting them. The story has a little bit of the like, oh, these guys showed up again, time to do this. And you want to just get the story to keep moving forward. But so far they've done a really good job of that. I also think they did a good job of capturing all the characters tone and voice. Um, it isn't voice. There are but certain you can characters. There are certain characters too in the story that take on some of their personalities that you later see in Invincible. Uh, mm -hmm. What? Which chapter are you on? I'm, I'm not too chapter, far ahead of you. I'm, chapter I'm at 11. chapter twelve. Okay. I'm at chapter twelve. And interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Okay. There's there's some. It, they, I kind of want to. I don't want to spoil anything. No, no, don't. But um, no. yeah. I, uh, but it, it, I they, the way they do the characters is 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 really cool and uh, um, yeah, it, and they bring certain characters in. You um, you'll read Rexplode and you're like you hear Jason Menzukis in your head. Like Cecil exactly, sounds like yeah. Cecil. The way they talk, they did a really good job with that, and it's all pretty quick. It's just a couple lines back and forth, back and forth, and then you're back into the fighting. Um, but it's fun. And I, you know, it's, it's, it happens just often enough to get you to kind of want to get to the next beat and see what, what's happening. Um, yeah. you also have like your daily missions up here. Um, you know, the, what you'd expect to do this, this many times, do that, that many times so far, the daily missions, I usually can finish in the morning before I get out of bed. And the weekly missions usually take me about two days. They're pretty quick in this current state. Again, that's one of those things that can easily change. Um, Moving off of this, though, so you do all this stuff to get your resources and unlock heroes. And you spend those resources leveling up your heroes. And you've got this page of all these different heroes. And you do have duplicates of them <laughs> and duplicates of them. Um, but what you do is you'll use these duplicates and combine them to level them up to make them stronger to then achieve and beat more you know difficult missions and so on they'll start as like common which is green and then there's blue um rare which they'll level those up to have this you know border around them ryan, as well ryan can you click on one character sure how about this guy yeah there so, you go that's a good one uh can you click on elite yep so elite there we go so there and is your show. rarity list mm. um to rank them up so like i said you'd start with green blue purple pink orange and so on right now i only have the one pink one at the top but it is a pink plus they level up like that they'll do their main level and then a plus version of that 
um, and so on. Yeah. What's cool too is that you can like combine. So when you're, I, I, I don't know if I have a full understanding of this, but I, I think I do. So when you're, when you have a rare character, you first have to go to rare plus before you can go to uh, elite, right. Or whatever the next, whenever, whatever in the next stage is mm-hmm. um, in order to get that plus you can b- combine other characters uh yes. so it so if you look to see um next to one of the characters they each have a symbol like if you're a ranged character you can combine um like adam eve and rexplode and like two rexplodes and an adam it's, eve it's to, to, to rank up yep. um rexplode right yeah but if you're if you're going to the next one where like you're going from rare plus to uh exceptional you have to have the same character and that makes things difficult because you have to then and Ryan, we haven't gotten there yet, but you have to collect certain characters rather than just random characters, mm-hmm. which can be which which can be challenging. Right now, I have six characters that are at exceptional. Awesome. That's why, Bill, to, yeah. to to your point, why Ryan has so much is because he's. I mean, I'm Ryan, storing. I'm, I'm saving yourself, up. But you're storing them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was yeah, going to say because yeah. I have. You have I a lot have, of pink. A lot of pink. You just yeah, you, a lot. You have yeah. five, four. That's five why pink because I haven't spent them yeah. yet. I'm saving it for a special occasion. Um, That's what Ryan. But how does. are you ahead of me then? How are you? How are you ahead of me? Like I don't understand. <laughs> well, well I, well, I guess we'll we'll get into so, that in a bit. So wh- I've noticed mm-hmm. that you can rank them up to like from rare plus to or whatever it is, to, like exceptional to exceptional plus. But you really need to like level them up to their max yeah, and so the there are also and ryan will get into this there's um armor yeah that goes in that's yeah so there's the leg armor really here you, you know your uh glove armor like there's this four different armor yeah. slots there's also an artifact slot um that you'll be able to put artifacts into um they also have skills so each character will have different skills that are unlocked as you level them up for example Invincible and Adam Eve work really well on a team. Uh, the original Guardian, Guardians of the Globe have perks that you know boost each other. Having two Maulers on a team work really well, which is why I have two Maulers. Um, mm-hmm. But like again, leveling them up, you can see that yellow bar right there. You're using your resources. You're, we'll just call them yellow, blue, and uh, per, uh, pink, uh, different like currencies uh, to level them up. And some of those are more rare than others, which is how the game works and how most mobile games will work. And so you're always trying to get those different resources. And yes, you can get them in the campaign, but if you're at a stopping point in the campaign where those those enemies are too tough, there's still a way to get the resources. And that is what GDA Ops is, which is to the left of the campaign right here in this section. These are just these single one-off missions that you send any team members you want onto. So I just completed this one and I'll just collect these rewards. I'll claim those and then I can go to it again. I see that this one takes 10 minutes. This right up there at the top and I can choose my team and hit battle and send them in there. And they're just going to be fighting there for 10 minutes. Um, The stronger the characters that you put on each mission, though, the more rewards you're going to get. So depending on what rewards you're going for, like if you're looking to level up your characters and you need like the pink um, XP, you might send your best characters toward that mission mm-hmm. so that they get you more. The thing is though, that you can't, if, if you have these five characters in this GDA ops uh, mission, you can't have them in any other GDA, GDA ops right. missions. You have to have other characters. So you have to prioritize your best characters for the GDA ops missions that you, you want the rewards most for. 
Does, yes. That makes sense. So for example, like wanting to level up uh, uh, characters takes a lot of that pink reward that I just had highlighted. So I send a lot of my, you know, a lot of higher level characters into this downtown destruction um, GDA op because that one will get me a lot of those. This OG's yeah. uh, uh, mission gets me a lot of gear. So I send, if I wanted a lot of high gear, I could send my stronger characters into that one and so on. Um, so what... Oh, you know, well, I'm going to save that thought for a second. Um, other ways to get characters uh, is going to be through your shop. Some of the resources that you gain are going to be um, uh, these gems, basically, that the gems, uh, which are up in this section here, there's the shop. But anyways, there's gems, which will you could spend to um, uh, roll the dice, basically, on these characters. There's five different ones to choose from in the shop, and you would be able to pick one, and it will randomly give you one of those. So every time you spend a gem, it will, or however many gems, it will randomly Ryan, give you Ryan, you can one. recruit 12 heroes right now singly. Yes, I have that up there. Man, I wanted to highlight <laughs> that. Um, God, so for example, I can refresh this. You get three a day. I just refreshed all of those. I can pay 20 of those gems to refresh this page, or I can pay gems to select someone. However, I have some free heroes, which is that blue card on my character yeah. on this spot right here. Um, I have 12 of those right now. You just unlock from doing your daily missions, or you can recruit all of them for a certain cost, which right now I have a card to do that as well. Uh, the odds are really bad in this one, so I'm not going to show you because there's only three commons and two rares. <laughs> if there was a purple, like an elite character in here, I absolutely would spend one of these. Otherwise, I'd just save it because I don't need any of these characters currently on the screen. If I saw like an invincible in there that I really want, I'm going to roll the dice on it and try and do that. Again, you know, you can save up your free ones or you spend the gems to do it. Equipment works the same way. You can get your refreshes. You could spend some... Uh, uh, coin or the yellow resource, the GDA resource, or you could spend the gems, whatever it costs, uh, hit the refresh, do all this and so on. Yep. And uh, going from there, there's one more thing I want to show everybody. And that is alliances, which is all the way to the right here. Uh, I had a bunch <laughs> saved up in here. So this one is, well, I'll ignore that for a second. Alliances is where you have a team where all of us are in here. We each put in one character. Well, one of us puts in two and we could swap that out whenever we want because it's open to five people and there's only four of us. So this is where you send one of your best characters in to do a fight and you work together to work your way through waves. We're currently in the seventh region, wave 500. Uh, and so you're just constantly working your way through to do what? To get more resources, to then continue the loop, which is what it is. Um, and meanwhile, they're constantly gaining resources like that. Um, and then you can send them in every so many, you know, milestones to do a big battle, which is kind of like a checkpoint. And those get very, very tough. And we're currently stuck on this one. Um, as we yeah, you can see, I don't know if you went over this. So you, if you bring that back up to battle, mm -hmm. you can see uh, like the enemies at 1.82 million and the alliance, which is us, at 1.6 million. So that that's yeah. so we're not quite our, there yet. Strong we are. We need to, we need to keep um, leveling up in order to get close. And then, honestly, even even if we are above their number, we could lose the battle. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't it, always mean. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. So um, 
yeah, leveling up is like kind of yeah the point of this game. I think, and I think that ties into what Ryan mentioned earlier that like if I had to try and draw any similarity to a console game, it is very different gameplay wise than really any console game that I've had before or that I've played before. But I would say at the most, like it does have that Pokemon aspect of like certain characters are going to work better together than others. And like, if you work the combination of certain characters together in a certain way, (laughs) then it will like, you know, possibly work out better uh, than, than if you had done it with just some random characters. And that's one of the things that um, I think they're, improving on and they talked to us about how they're that they those are changes that they're making they said that they're working to improve the overall experience make it smoother cleaner they said that the social aspect that little bit of alliance that i showed you will be improved quite a lot in the coming months they said there's more content coming heroes environments some iconic from the show um more features more things to just do in general um so i had a uh i got a call so i closed out the screen but Back yeah. in it now, I wanted to show uh, a battle, an example of a battle, because I wanted to show what it actually looked like when we did it. So I'm just going to throw a team together in here right now. I really like Green Ghost, and Robot is also Dude, really I will, good. I will say, I hate fighting against Green Ghost. Hate it. Because I know, she like, tough, man. She, Especially oh when there's more than gosh. one. Exactly. If there's more than one, oh you're fucked. If there's more than yeah. one, just, it's, just it's level up. Yeah. So if you're doing going through campaign, here's what a bit of the the like uh, a mission will look like. As your characters um, reach their like special meter, the yellow bar beneath them, they'll do this ability that does different things. Like Titan's about to get a uh, a shield around him. Um, robot heals everybody. Invincible flies around the room, and so on. Um, and they've got their health bar, which is the green bar above their yellow bar, and uh, I'm fighting some mag magmanites here. I really like the effect like, of a lot of the the heroes and their uh, um, their abilities. And and to shout out to the developers as well for like the fact that it really does kind of capture the feeling of being the guy in the chair, being the Cecil or the robot who is looking at okay, here's all my different missions of like people places i need to send heroes what is the which ones do i want to send where what's a good combination what's a team that i can put together that's going to be effective like even though you know the gameplay is not necessarily like what i think some people are wanting with like a console game where you're a little more active in the actual battle part of it Mm -hmm. i think having a game that is of this format where you do get to like pick and choose what teams you're putting together and where to send them does really fit well with the idea of like, that is what Cecil or robot are doing throughout the comic. And it's cool to kind of have that as part of the gameplay. So a bit about now that we've kind of like shown how the game works, what, what it looks like in this version that we have, again, there's, you know, this is a very early version of it. Um, I wanted to talk a bit about like impressions of like, are we still playing it? How like we've been playing it for about a month. I don't think I've missed yeah. a single daily, you know, like I've I've done just about everything. It has become very easily like and this is what like you were just talking about why like have your expectations at what they are. This is such a fun game when it comes to I'm in line somewhere or I'm, you know, waiting, I'm letting the mm-hmm. dog out or I'm like, I pull this thing up and open it several times throughout the day just to check in, send some people on their way. It was one of those things that like, and I think we all kind of felt this way 
And when we first started playing it, we were almost disappointed in the fact that we couldn't play more. Like we wanted to play more and we were just kind yeah. of waiting. Um, and uh, the frustration that's is a part not, of the but that's but that's but that's what kind of game it is. This game isn't meant to be played like a console game. This is meant to just sit on your home screen of your phone. And every time you're in line or you're doing whatever, you check back in. That's why a lot of those GDAs are like 10 hours, 24 hours, you know, you know, three hours. Like they're meant to just be a living thing that's going on and you check on every now and then. Yeah, It's slow going. You have to be patient. But at the same time, like once you like do something where you finally beat this level or you finally get this character that mm-hmm. you've been looking for to rank up mm-hmm. it's like it's the best thing in the world like you're like oh shit like you're like, yes. like i it's it's addicting it's Rec- like i'm Rec- 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 showed up I'm in the shop again and it. you only needed one more and now you can level yeah. them up to exceptional Bro. i know how quickly did i did i you like when we first got this so fast. i got him leveled up so quick i prioritized Rex <laughs> and it is made for and fans of invincible like this is just yeah. like yes. It, I get excited about just watching the characters do their moves and like green ghost being that green blur around the screen. Yeah. Like it's made for fans of invincible to just get that invincible fix. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've been having a, I've been having a lot of fun with it. So a big question, obviously a mobile game, it does have the store. I popped it open for a second there. Again, things are most likely going to change before uh, the uh, uh, worldwide release, Lunch. but like it is what you expect. You, uh, you know, you could buy some of the resources, but you don't need to. Um, I really fight it every now and then because I'm enjoying it and I wanted to put money into it. I still haven't spent any money yet and I don't feel like I have lost out. I don't feel like you guys are, you know, would be having any better of an experience if you put money into it than what I'm missing. I like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. There are no paywalls as far as like characters or anything so far. There are going to be events. That's one thing that we did talk about and um, like where there will be certain, uh, uh, I've seen this through the version that the, uh, um, uh, that is soft launch in New Zealand and everywhere. And, uh, they'll have an event where it's like, all right, during this event, you can get this artifact, run this GDA event and you'll get this artifact quicker. So there's different things like that. And I know they have one going on where you can get heroes too, from events, like actually get more heroes from running them in a certain GDA event. Um, but so far, if this is like, the very like bare bones early version of what this is they think there's a lot of potential and it could be really fun and honestly i can think of i'm literally going through in my mind and thinking of all the things that we didn't touch on there's a lot there's a lot For a mobile game there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of things we didn't touch on a lot of things we didn't go into there's yeah there's there yeah man just think of the number worth... of characters like monster girl is in the trailer and she's not in the game yet like she's going to be yeah, like yeah. when they be like, yeah. Hey, Alan's in the game. How bad are you going to like want to start leveling up and try and get to Alan or 20 or $30 worth <laughs> of bad, but you'll you <laughs> probably have that choice, but you don't need it is what I'm saying. Like, but it's yeah. there. Um, yep. a couple of things that I'd like to see is, uh, more ways to sort your heroes, uh, whether you want to sort them by a certain type or anything like that. Like TJ was talking about, they all have their different factions or sorting them by yeah. their strength and not necessarily their rarity um yeah uh the uh being able to see different heroes uh in your alliance and your teammates being able to see what their stats are and what gear they have on i almost want to replay the campaign just to kind of go through those even if it's just the story bits to kind of reread some of yeah. those things because there were some funny lines from like rex and cecil or black samson yeah. or something like that that it would be fun to replay those obviously i don't imagine you'd be able to get the same rewards it'd probably be reduced rewards um yeah 
one thing that I think would be fun as a uh, addition that's probably way down the road would be kind of a uh, not in this way, but kind of a Mario Maker type thing where I could put together a battle for you guys to fight. Like I could be mm. like, hey, fight these five green ghosts at this level, at this yeah. strength. Um, but I wouldn't be able to send it to you unless I myself could beat it first. You know what I mean? So only being able yeah. to challenge you guys to certain missions that are like scenarios, pick the location, pick the enemy types and everything like that. Um, but not being able to send it to you guys unless I'm myself able to beat them. I think that'd be a fun, like, uh, uh, you know, alliance type type. Uh, you know, option. that's a good, that's a good way to like, like if they, if they do want like people to like spend money, if like, if Bill were to send me one and be like, Hey, I beat this. Can you beat this? I'm going to want to compete with him and I'm going to be like, I can't, yeah. I can't beat them, but, I but I'm going to pay money to level up my people so that I can beat him and be like, yeah, I had no That's problem with this smart. bill. Like this is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where the story goes. I'm excited to see what they do when they, uh, when season two announces, they did say that there's a lot of, uh, a lot more coming. So this early version, yeah, I'm excited about it. Been playing it a lot and we'll see. Yeah. It's addicting. Yeah. 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 And it, it, I think you can tell, like you said that it's not only for fans of invincible, but you can tell that the people making it definitely care. Like you said, the tone of the characters are so well done. The artwork for the characters, both like the actual models, but then the artwork that's like as part of the promotion of the game as well is just really great. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it as that, like you said, checking into your phone every now and then and getting the little, oh, I've got enough to get another character or, oh, this is one I haven't had yet. I'm going to try and level him up. So, yeah, I've looking been, forward to, to seeing how it develops. I've been very busy at work these last few days with Harvest at the winery. And it's it, like the last couple of days have been the first time where at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, my God, I... I did not claim this GDA event that it was been it's been it's been ready for hours. I could have been earning more reward like so it's definitely got its hooks in me. And then yeah. yeah. So yeah. Indeed. Very excited for when the, the worldwide launch. Yeah, for sure. And I think that takes us on to our final email uh which Bill is going to read. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's over there uh, playing. Hello, the game. Ryan. <laughs> I, I was actually. <laughs> He's like, I got to get ready in case I do get to yep. fight TJ in a match. I got half my characters leveled. <laughs> hello, Ryan, Bill, Wyatt, and the sweet one. First off, TJ, What's thank you for doing one? your fan art Fridays. It was a fun segment, and you really gave us more than. The standard look at this artist and their work. Uh, You gave us an entire backstory. It is a lot of work to put those segments out. So thank you. Uh, The art you shared, uh, was it 1% of the art you have collected? What percentage would you say was your first season so far? 13? uh, Probably. Okay. So of just Invincible. Yes. I have over, I have over a hundred. No way. Do you really? Slightly over, slightly over a hundred. Yeah. I have like thirteen so percent. I have slightly over a hundred invincible. I have slightly over a hundred invincible and slightly over a hundred Batman related, like Bat Family or Bat Villain uh, related uh, commissions. So, yeah. So, so about like, thirteen. Why don't you charge admission to your house? Like, you can set up <laughs> a gallery. I do. I do start have making books, money. So, yeah. So what? So but yeah. No. Honestly, it was. 
So if that's the end but, of season one, what did you say about seven or eight seasons? Maybe it's a moving target. Yeah, there you go. Honestly, I'm, I'm not going to stop collecting commissions. That feels like the just, range that we could get it done in. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's ever growing. So, uh, no, I, I really did have fun showing them off and seeing everybody else post their uh, commission art and, you know, why it was a was a big help um, editing those um, and putting those out too. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, maybe next june and we'll have some more so save up your commissions it was a lot of fun yeah uh continued so second bill how is your broken ankle slash leg uh it's very good um i'd say i'm probably just about 100 percent. he still um, cries about it though i just well here's the thing so <laughs> i just got every morning i wake up now it's it's very much like remember that scene in irobot where he wakes up and he, he has his arm and he's like doing you know what i mean like that that's me with my leg every morning so it's just a new routine i have to move my ankle around um and i i got covid a second time two weeks ago um super easy this time but before i got it like as i was like ooh, i feel kind of shitty my leg hurt so bad so i feel like it's a new telltale uh, like if i'm getting sick that my leg in your foot dude it was like I broke it again. Like it hurt that really? bad out of oh, no. nowhere for no reason. I'm like, what is going on? And then I got a fever and I'm like, oh, okay. I see. Mm. All right. Uh, last, I have a question for everyone with New York comic-con happening next week. It is next week. Oh my God. Um, yeah. It is a comic convention related question. Now that you have attended conventions in San Diego, New York and Chicago, if someone only had enough money to attend one convention, which one would you attend and why? In the words of the great sweet one, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Love Luke. <laughs> this is a tough um, question I, because I, I feel like each of them have, and I think I think we all have the same answer. Yeah. But they each have their own thing that they excel at. Um mm-hmm. like like I'll I'll let you guys give your answer. I won't I won't give the answer. All right, I'll save that awesome. for you guys. Um all right, but 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 I will say that in my opinion, New York Comic Con has the best when it comes to artists and Artist Alley. They have everybody there, everybody. Um, like it's just huge. Artist Alley is insane. Uh, when it comes to San Diego, they have all of the panels and like the like the the big name artists and like like all the news stuff and you know. But go go ahead. I'll let you guys finish. So. I'll say that it, first of all, it entirely depends on what panels are going to be there, who you want to see and what you want your experience to be. Because in, 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 in our experience, they were all good for different reasons, but like, I'll sum it up. New York Comic Con, if you're going to go get a fucking hotel that's like attached, no matter what, get a hotel that's attached to the con. Huh. Like, oh, well, or as close, in the area. If you're, it, it, if you can afford as it. As close Walking to humanly distance. possible because you do not want to have to stay all day at the con or fucking drive a half hour to go back. Um, San Diego was awesome because it's not just the con, it's the party after the con in the, like the town that's surrounding um, was also very fun. Um, but I mean, I think that if you're like casual, if you're, if you're in your, mid to late 30s or your 40s i'd say go to c2e2 because that is the most digestible i think my my opinion opinion. my opinion of c2e2 is that it doesn't have the best of anything 
but it has just the right amount of everything. Okay. And in my opinion, C2E2 yeah. is my favorite because it's just, it's literally like, it's not too crowded. Uh, it's yeah. got, it's got, it doesn't have the best, like all the artists, but it has all the ones you really want to see. It's got like, you know, all the, I best, mean, you know, and it's still it's, a it's, big it's comic con. So it's, it's not, it's awesome. Are you saying, yeah, by you saying it's not like they don't have everything, they have everything that you'd want exactly. in the Comic Con. Exactly. It, like, it's they, perfect for us. There are yeah. a million different reasons why someone would want to go to a comic book convention. So the big thing is like whenever you were saying, like, what do you want? If you if you said you're going to one convention and you just want to buy a bunch of commissions, we'd probably say go to New York. If you were saying, Oh, I'm yeah. a big fan of this fandom and this series, hey, they're doing a panel at San Diego, that's where you want to be. And yep. if you're like, yep. I just want the comic book con convention experience and I don't really have anything particular, Chicago, because it is the most comfortable, easygoing, yep. yeah. but the st still the full experience. So, yeah, we I think. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I, I echo everything you guys said. Go wherever there is a thing that you want to see. Like, I love I've only obviously I've been to fewer cons than you guys, because really the only two big ones that I've been York. to were. C2E2 and then San Diego. Yeah, I would love to go New to York. New York. That would be awesome. Um, but but even that. like for as much fun and as much of a blast as San Diego was, had the Invincible stuff not been there, I don't think that I would have like, you know, I don't know yeah. if that experience would have been worth the amount of money that <laughs> I spent at San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> but I will again, it is such a cool experience. Like I, I loved that those things were happening at San Diego yeah. because the experience of it all was like Disneyland and Mardi Gras and everything you imagine Comic-Con to be all rolled into one. And like Bill mm -hmm. said, not just in the convention, but spilling out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like one big party that was happening for four yeah. days, you know? So it, it was, it, it is just like, it's going to make or break the con. If there is something that you want to go and see or be there for, whether it's a, whether it's a artist that you want to get a commission from or it's a panel where they're revealing something. Yeah. I will put a like a half an asterisk on San Diego. We did go the one year during a writer strike. I don't know how much True. it would have changed for us because I don't think that we were it's not like we were going to Hall H for like Marvel stuff. We yeah. weren't gonna do that. Right. But yeah. but it a lot of people said different. it felt different and we don't right. know any better. Right. So yes, exactly. yeah. So we will put that caveat in there. With, um, with that but, said, though, I don't think there's any way for the convention center floor to be more packed. <laughs> but so they said, the reason, they said the, reason, the reason for that is because there were no panels with big actors to take sure. people away from the floor. So that's why the floor was packed. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it could have been better. Sure. I we don't know. That. Honestly, it like if if it's going to be your first con, go to C two E two. Like. Yeah, and if, good if you just want, because it was, it, yeah, it was a really fucking great introduction. New York was my first con, um, other than Fan Expo in Canada. Yeah. But from from a first comic book convention, New York was was almost too overwhelming for me. Yeah. Like I couldn't really enjoy it because I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, what, it's what, where am I? Where is this at? Like, yeah, super overwhelming." Whereas. C2E2, I was just like, this is great. Like, I can walk at my own pace. And San Diego was like, fucking do a line of coke <laughs> and then just go hit the town. I don't I do not do coke. But I'm clarify, saying, like, that's... That, that was a, that, that was to a me, the person, the person the that would want to go to San Diego Comic-Con, the person who would want to go to San Diego Comic-Con is the one who would do a line of coke, like, Jesus. every morning and then just it's go chaos. out. 
It's chaos. It's fucking yes. chaotic, yeah, it man. It's turned up to 11 yeah. the whole time. It is. Which, the that's whole what time. you want, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Luke. Um, that brings us to our final segment, which is our issue spotlight. Issue spotlight. We've, we oh my made gosh. a full circle all the way through. Everybody has done the issue spotlight. Yep. Even had our fan issue spotlight last episode that we did mm -hmm. and so now it's back to me very excited for this time. i love these things so wyatt we uh, uh or i guess i should say for anyone listening if you didn't know uh we have whoever's uh turn it is bring a random issue seemingly random issue to the table to talk a bit about it it's kind of a new take on doing a reread but we're doing it out of order and just spotlighting one issue and each of us takes a turn and we don't know what it is only wyatt since it's his turn knows what issue it's going to be true any get? I mean, we've had lots of guesses before we revealed. Oh, I think any I guesses. think that because the first round we were avoiding going with very big, the big ones, the big ones. That I think that you're going to go relatively big, not like you know, it's going to be a moment, but it's not going to be like a huge moment. All I, I'm going to guess that's, that's as far as I'm going to go. Is that in honor of season two, it's going to be angstrom related. I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say that mm -hmm. the that I the agree. spotlight is going to be on Angstrom Levy. It better not go. be what I think it is. How you guys know me so well already? <laughs> I haven't even been on the podcast for a year. I chose issue twenty four okay. because okay. issue twenty four is, for all intents and purposes, Angstrom's origin. Nice. It's not like his first appearance, but this is the issue where he becomes the Angstrom that we know. So it starts off with Mark uh, talking to Art. Uh, his, his costume has been redesigned and got rid of the little like black square on the back of the boots. And they're talking about how it's a little more streamlined now. Um, art asked him about like, when's the last time you talked to your mom? So you see he's starting to kind of neglect his relationship with his mom because he's like, doesn't really want to go back to, to that house and all hmm. the memories there. Uh, there's a little back and forth between him and William where William brings up like, Hey, I haven't seen you and Rick in forever. Like since we went to that movie theater together. So they're setting up that plot line Ooh. and then it gets into all the angstrom stuff so he's got all of the different like the giant device with tons of the different versions of him he references even that they have other versions yeah. of those devices in opposite dimensions so even everything that we see is not all of the versions and one of a couple of things stood out to me rereading this issue again because like we know the broad strokes we know what happens with with angstrom i don't need to go like scene by scene but a couple of things jumped out to me that i thought were interesting one of them is that the maulers are like genuinely thanking angstrom for letting them be a part of this moment because they're like this is going to be a moment for human history and our understanding yeah. of the multiverse oh, and we're a part of this like thank you for letting us so it's it's cool that the maulers even though they sometimes seem a little bit one note of just like they're the bad guy goons that get beat up they they are also like they care about science and they have character to them yeah they're not just yeah, yeah. yeah. i forgot about that so then Invincible shows up, of course, starts fighting. Uh, Angstrom yells at the Maulers to keep him away from the machine. But then as like the fight is progressing and it's getting like even more chaotic, he starts yelling at them to not kill Mark because he doesn't want this child's blood to be on his hands over this machine. And so he's yelling at them to not kill him and eventually goes to like take the helmet off because he's trying to stop them from killing Mark. And then that's what causes the big explosion. It vaporizes a bunch of them. 
Mark like wakes up and sees there's like all of the vaporized bodies, which is what I think we're seeing in that little mini trailer mm-hmm. as well. Then uh, he <laughs> makes the joke, which I think is maybe one of the first jokes in the comic where he does the whole like, I'm changing my name. Yeah. Invincible is not accurate. I shouldn't have that as my name. The Guardians show up. Uh, he asks if he can ride on like robots, like hover bike thing because he's all beat up and exhausted. Uh, and they look around and say, it seems like there's no threat. So we're taking off. Then one of the maulers like crawls out. He's all like burned on one side and Angstrom crawls out with the way he looks that we know from the comic now and immediately is like, what happened? How did like what went on? And the mauler that is burned was like outside of the facility. So he's like, I don't know. I wasn't in there. Like he got, if you remember, I was on the outside, but it looks like this happened from a premature, like taking the device off. And he's like, no, there was, that that hero came in and he tried to stop it i told you to kill him and you didn't and he ruined the machine so there's this immediately like switch and misremembering which i thought was really interesting because i remember on first read i remember just feeling like that was weird that that they just changed his perception he's like misremembering but i like the idea especially now that we know even with even more context that like what they were doing with the machine was putting the memories of the other angstroms into his head. So he understood what was there. I like the idea that it's even probably like a version of angstrom that was maybe wronged by Mark. And so he already has this like predisposition of like the first oh, time that guy, angstrom. I him. He, yeah, exactly. A like it could be that Mark. Mm-hmm. It could be that that version of Angstrom is now like more dominant in his mind. And so he jumps to that immediately, which I think is really cool. Like, and yeah. I, I think it's something that on my first read, I didn't really grasp the whole idea of it because you're just kind of, you know, just now introduced to that concept of him. And I'm super excited to see them flesh that out even more so in the same way that they fleshed out stuff with Debbie and stuff with Amber in season one. Like, knowing that. All of these like little kernels are there of who Angstrom is. I feel like in season two, especially with Sterling K. Brown, oh we're going to get even wow. more of that stuff that really sells to you what's going they, on. With- one, one, second, go- one second, one second, one second. I need a quick body. No, I need a quick potty no. break. I'll be right back. All right. So I, I, I mean, we can stop TJ's all of a sudden an 80, 80 year old man that needs to like go right now. <laughs> wow what i was gonna say is they could wyatt that's crazy because i think i don't i to piggyback off of your like him saying that like don't forget there were other machines in other dimensions yep an infinite amount almost probably where maybe angstrom was actually saying hey kill mark don't let him yeah, do yeah. this like it was actually happening in an alternate dimension they could go really far into the chaoticness of the multiverse where I'm thinking like everything and everywhere all at once, like that level of chaos, that's all going inside Angstrom's head. And that's why he's like kind of fucking. I really like the idea that he's so kind and friendly and accommodating until that, that switch happens. And like, we know, like you're saying why, like there's so many versions of Mark where he is his father you know what I mean? And like yeah. Robert Kirkman talking mm-hmm. about how this season is going to be about how Mark is 
like, you know, season one, he wants to be his father in season two. Oh my God. Am I my father? Like I love, I don't like, I, Oh, so like, I don't think it's about Mark though. I think that there are different versions of Angstrom that are actually saying. malicious that are, yeah. that are bad. Oh, yes, that Maybe there's yes. a good, yeah, there's a good Mark, but there's just an evil Angstrom. Yeah. And then those Angstroms are now in yes. this one. So yeah. all versions yeah. are in this guy mm-hmm. and showing that is going to be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. I'm uh, yeah. definitely definitely fun to go back and revisit that knowing that in the next however many months by the time at the very least and by the time that the second half of season 2 comes out we will get to see how they adapt it. So super exciting. Also in that little Amazon sneak peek trailer thing him punching one of the Maulers I think is also that scene. Yeah, it looks like that facility, especially going back to the issue and like oh, yeah. having a view of what that yeah. they're which speaking of Mahler's again, we didn't bring it up. One of the accessories for the Mahler action figure was his gun from the first episode yeah, in from Washington, the, yeah, DC. Episode, yep, episode one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um yeah, just another thing. All right. So I think that does it. I have not read Void Rivals issue four yet. Have you guys? I think I did. Uh, me and Bill have, right? Okay. Yeah. TJ hasn't yeah. read it yet either. Yeah. So we're going to save our thoughts yeah. on that. We are entering yeah. game time season where uh, things are getting crazy. Things are getting busy. We'll most likely be putting another episode out before the release of the first episode, before November yeah. 3rd, before the big day. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, regardless of what that episode is, we got to tell you now, if you've made it this far into the episode, be sure to be, um, you know, doing all the things. We really appreciate anytime you guys can not only watch and listen to these podcasts, but if you share them, like them, do all those things, leave reviews and everything. Uh, we were um, like, I think it was the season finale of season one. Our podcast ranked number 16 in the world under like this, under our category, which is like wild for us. Under our category. Yeah, of course. Under, under our category, category, which is just entertainment or whatever. Of of invincible podcast. Yes, of invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no like, it was we it were, was it was broader than we that. Were, it was we were crazy. a few away from like IGN our uh, podcasts and stuff like that. Like that is wild to us. So we know that yeah. we get a lot more traction and we get a lot more uh, uh, views and everything like that. Well, the show's going on, so we appreciate you guys' uh, support during all of that and sharing it and you know reviewing it and everything like that. Um, I will say but too. Also, like, uh, be sure to uh, like send in thoughts too. If it's anything like uh, season one, we're going to be uh, talking about the episodes and giving uh, your thoughts on the episodes, and uh, we want to hear what everybody thinks. It's going to be an exciting time, and we're excited to yeah. share it with everybody. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube so you know that when we put stuff out, we're not releasing first Friday of every month every, anymore. We're, we're going to be doing random releases. And I will I will say, because nothing's set in stone yet, but I will say Skybound and Amazon always kind of looks out for us. And we got some potential really cool things planned. Um, so hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything. Not to mention cool the stream. Stuff. The Mortal Kombat streams. You know, yeah. we'll be, uh, uh, you know, playing through the Adam Eve game. You know, we got some exciting. I mean, if... If the Garden of the Globe game keeps ramping up and with all what they're doing, maybe we'll do a, a, a chat like this where we go through the game and compare what each other is doing and our, our different characters and everything as well. But the opportunities are out there and we thank you all for hanging out here with us as we uh, as we get ever so close to the release of oh, season man. two. Season two is coming. I'm almost, I'm almost not ready. We just need to start sleeping now so we can just... <laughs> this is the worst time of the year for this Podcasting, <laughs> man. 
I can't get over this. Oh. I can't get over this. Like I'm holding a I'm jealous. I want to feel the weight. I'm so jealous. I, like, I, I wish that we could it. take a screenshot right now of you holding that and send it back in time like five years. That's what's crazy. Just to show it's you like, that you have a monster girl figure. Like I, it, it doesn't sink in because we have all the other ones, but like yeah. a monster girl action figure is wild. And the fact that it's like this what good. What figure are you going to be holding in your hand five years from now? There will almost definitely be a conquest one. Almost definitely. Like a thousand sources. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and uh, commenting, liking, and subscribing. All that good stuff. Uh, Be sure to email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Wyatt, this guy right here, for all of our music. Uh, and Cameron Kennedy for a new and updated intro video. Oh, yeah. We didn't That's even right. talk about that. Little right. tweaks here and there. I'm in there now. That's right. I'm in there now. So thank you all, and we will see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Bill. And he's Bill. <laughs> bye. We've been doing. Have you been you putting a goof them? at the at the end of the? Ever since episode? Wyatt came out of the show, I've been doing it. Oh really? yeah, we've been goofing. You've been goofing. <laughs> you don't watch. Speaking of which, TJ, <laughs> no, that's the goof. Liz, Liz sent me a lick, uh, link a link for these these socks that are. Oh yeah, dude. Twenty dollars a pair. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The yep. Goofy Movie ones. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Dude, there's like a hundred of them, and they're all twenty dollars. Bill, like, I already got. Two pairs coming to me for that I'm going to be wearing the shit out of them at Disney World. So awesome. Do you think they'd help you stand out? Hey, Wyatt Wayne. Wyatt Wyatt with the win. Oh my God. That's that's definitely a win. That's the goof. That's the the goof. That's the goof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Are you still recording? Yes. You are. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this is why we uh. podcast, guys. <laughs>